to the horror hour. All right, hello and welcome to the Horror Hour, a place we discuss, we debate, we disagree on all things horror. Um, today, or I'm your co-host, Utaka, and today I'm excited because I am joined with um, Duncan Birmingham, uh, who is writer-director for Who Invited Them, and that premieres on Shudder on September 1st. How are you? Hello, hello. I'm great. I'm great. Thanks for having me. This is a real uh, a real treat. No, I, hey, I appreciate it. I, um... I hope it's going to be a treat. Maybe you're going to hit me with <laughs> questions and it's going to be a going to be a nightmare but I, I think it's going to be a treat <laughs> well i mean um you know uh give a little background too because uh, i think you were the first person i met actually at overlook being my first film festival and i was freaked out but i was like i'll just i was like oh his name says i was like oh artist pass and then i realized who i was speaking with so no i as i'll tell everyone right now i love the film i had a blast with it um so much that i had to see it again on the big screen so uh, tell me a little bit about your film. Well, first off, that's great. And I think you're one of the first people I met too. Um, <laughs> I think I'd just gotten there. Did you, was that your first film festival ever or you're just- Yes. Like, oh, wow. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's I was great. nervous as fuck. <laughs> they, uh, they are addictive. Well, that was, uh, just to talk about the film. Yeah, that was that was where the film debuted. Um, it was really exciting. I had uh, heard of Overlook Festival before, but I'd never been, loved New Orleans. So that was awesome. And uh, the film is playing Fright Fest this week um, in London. Uh, I'm not going because we're having our our uh, LA cast and crew, uh, local local cast crew and friends uh, screening on Monday. So I was or Tuesday. I was too afraid to uh, go to London, get COVID, and maybe uh, miss my flight or something. Back. No, totally understandable. But the movie we shot it uh, uh, September uh, 2021. Uh, you know the 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 height of COVID. Um, and uh, I just got very lucky with, uh, I think, the, the the best cast I could possibly imagine. They came together. Everyone everyone who sees the movie asks if the cast knew each other before because they seem they seem like they're friends. Uh, and I said, no, they, they met like we all met a, a week before, very little time to prep. And uh, and they just, you know, got along like a house on fire and um, and, and, and really got these characters and hit the ground running. Wow. Yeah, I I mean, that was definitely one of my questions because uh, the chemistry is I think that was one of the things that worked so well, um, aside from the writing, because I I loved I think I just loved the back and forth um, between this um, two couples, but then also between um, Ryan and Melissa um, once they started to get into it. But with filming this during the height of COVID, uh, what was that like? Um, it was an extra challenge. I have never filmed a, a movie before. Um, I work uh, mostly in TV as a writer and as a writer in TV, you're also kind of producing, but on the side, I've also been making short films for years. And before TV, I worked primarily as a, a, a frustrated screenwriter who <laughs> sold, sold a bunch of scripts, but nothing ever got made. So, so this was kind of a long time coming. I was already nervous enough. A uh, lot of, a lot of challenges, all the, all the indie 
uh, movie cliches are true about <laughs> you know, budget almost falling through and just just the whole thing being you know uh, hanging together on on a thread and and all the anxiety that that provokes. So so you know being uh, <laughs> having a global uh, pandemic, I, I guess uh, you know while we're shooting um, made it an extra challenge, but maybe also also you know kept things in perspective. There mm -hmm. are some, uh, members of the crew who I didn't even know like had a mustache or a chin until like our last day of shooting because we're next to each other by the monitor, you hardly see anybody's faces because um, everybody's so masked up. Uh, and and uh, not to go on too much about the challenges of the shoot, but also it was a mostly a you know the movie takes place mostly at night, so it was a lot of overnights uh, in a in a glass mid-century house um, for a lot of the shoot. So a little disorienting. You're a little tired. You got the mask on. My glasses are fogging, uh, and uh, it's hard to tell who anybody is. So so all those things added to it. But uh, at the same time, like I said, couldn't have been a a better crew. Couldn't have been a better cast. So. Um, yeah, it was it was an exhausting blast. And, I mean, again, this is also like you said, your directorial debut. I mean, um, this didn't feel like somebody's debut. This felt very seasoned. Um, and I say that because I, or at least from my perspective, I, seeing it on the big screen was one thing, but also seeing you, the audience interact with your film. I mean, they it was hitting all the right notes, the comedy, but also kind of once you start really upping that the tension so what i'd like to know you know filming this and um what without being spoiler what was one of your favorite scenes to film oh geez uh oh so so many i would say um yeah without without giving anything away there's a, a sequence in the in the middle of the movie uh where uh tom and sasha who are our uninvited uh guests uh of the title um kind of uh uh, push our, our couple to engage in a in a in a, a little bit of a, a game that starts good naturedly and progresses to uh, becoming a bit violent and then uh, ends in what's hopefully a a, a very bizarre uh, surprise that is in two out of left field. But we had a, we had a lot of big scenes to shoot uh, in that living room, um, and this one was a lot of fun just because it was kind of physical. The actors are on their feet. Uh, the actors who were great, I could just I, I could just tell they're particularly nailing this scene. And I was worried about this scene because I think we were about midway through our very, you know, hectic 12 day shoot. And it was like, oh, OK, another monster scene in the living room is, is God, I was like I was starting to get a little worried. I think someone said to me like, boy, you you write some really long scenes. Then I got <laughs> insecure. Oh, I've broken these scenes up a little more. I thought it was going to be like very tense. That's that was the idea, the tension. Um, so I was a, a little little nervous, and it just felt like this scene in particular was was working uh, really well. The actors were having fun with it in terms of uh, uh, the kind of uh, character on character violence. I don't want to give anything away, but they were really going for it, and we had a couple weird props, and those worked well. <laughs> So 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 yeah the uh, you know not get, the punching scene I think might have been one of my favorites to to shoot um, and I, I think it turned out really well it and then I, I have to say since I I write mostly um, previously kind of you know dramedies and and comedies uh, I was intimidated about uh, some of the some of the stunts some mm -hmm. of the stuff some of the horror stuff some of the car stuff I was like oh how's this going to work and that actually turned out to be so fun it's such a nice break in the day i loved working with our, our 
versus stunt guys. Uh, that stuff was really fun. Or working, you know, working with blood gags and props and all that stuff. I uh, I couldn't get enough. So, so so that stuff was really a fun surprise too. Hey. I love that. that. That was a great scene. I I truly actually um, <laughs> I chuckled quite a bit. Um, and I guess too, where did you? How did you find this house? Because one, the house is that house is gorgeous. But I was like, wow, what a great setting. I'm I'm so glad you uh, said that and feel that way. We got so lucky, uh, so lucky. We were looking all over the city. Um, before this movie, I was trying to put together a, another movie that also kind of wanted kind of a mid-century house. So so I wasn't just looking, I hadn't just been looking for the, the length of pre-production for this movie. I felt like I'd been looking for this house for years <laughs> and I could not find anything. I was like driving to neighborhoods all outside. I remember there was a, a neighborhood somebody told me about that's um, primarily mid-century houses. It's like an hour outside LA. I drove there on a Saturday, all these beautiful houses. I was like, oh, I scored. I totally know what's up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get one of these houses. I'm like knocking on doors. Literally the first door I knock on, I start explaining. I'm, I'm figuring the guy's gonna light up. You know, it's an hour outside LA. Oh, a movie, what? Oh, I'd love to be involved. <laughs> It's totally savvy. They were shooting a video down the street. They were shooting a cop show. This this neighborhood was completely played out. Everyone had a laminated thing of their rape <laughs> house rentals. So there's just not a not a lot in LA or even outside because it's such an industry town. Everyone's very savvy. Who wants to rent their house out to an indie production? So our uh, co-producer uh, uh, was was wonderful in that she uh, found uh, found a, a, a friend a friend of a friend who had this house and it was a really great couple um, who have a bunch of beautiful dogs they have horses not at the house but they have horses too I don't know why that's relevant but anyway they <laughs> they uh, they were game they were game for it and that house the moment I walked in I was like oh this is amazing it almost reminded me in some ways of the house in Parasite, there's just all these great textures with the walls and, mm -hmm. these, and these long halls. And uh, oddly enough, uh, not to not to spoil the movie magic, but it is in Burbank. It's not in the Hollywood Hills, but it's on enough of a hill that it kind of felt like the hills. And it was a very quiet street. That was a long winded answer about the house. But yeah, oh, so I loved the house character. And we were we were uh, or at least I was very concerned we weren't going to find something up to snuff. No, I, hey, I totally get it. And it worked. And it was, it was just, again, gorgeous. But I, I really enjoyed also this. I do like the house and parasite, just those um, floor to ceiling windows and just how you can play with scenes from scene from the inside to the outside. Oh, I loved it. So I, I think it was great. And I loved the story that you had added to it. Uh, I guess one of the other things that I'd like to know also that I really the music i freaking enjoyed the music so much uh the music we got so lucky i mean the the, the uh, i think you're talking about the music but the, the score was ben lovett who's done a bunch of horror movies i love we got so lucky that he signed up for this and then uh the music uh, our music supervisor if you are a la resident you might know uh silky voiced dj dan wilcox from kcrw he's an old friend uh, so lucky that he signed on to do this because he's doing a lot, lot bigger things. And we had a very small budget. And yeah, the music was a huge part of the movie. I mean, I wrote the dialogue and I didn't even think about it that much when I was writing it. I was like, oh, we'll get some songs. But um, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a, a real uh, challenge, I'm sure, for him to find songs that felt um, 
you know, we wanted stuff that was cool and it had to be good because it's the guys and the main character, I should say, Ryan Hansen's character is an audiophile mm -hmm. and uh, there's a lot made of in the script about his, uh, you know, his records and the music he's playing. And uh, we, you know, uh, there's one, one, one band reference and that's Radiohead. So that was kind of all we had to, you know, go with. Um, and, and otherwise it was, it was wide open, but we did want something that, that felt both cool and fun and current that they could dance to but also felt like a like a you know dense and rich like something of you know a real uh real vinyl lover would be listening to so we got uh yeah six six really great tracks um we'll probably put them up on spotify in a playlist or something um and yeah dan dan did a did an awesome job <laughs> it was good i um I enjoyed the the whole intro was really wonderful. Of course, it driving. <laughs> yes, I love just the scene, the music, and like it was prepping me though for something. I was like, man, this is gonna be fun. And then I was like, this got twisted real. Like once it turned, it turned, and I loved it. <laughs> good, good. I would say one of my many anxieties going to the, you know, the Overlook Film Festival was I was like, oh man. Is this, are people going to, is this, is there enough horror in, in this horror movie? Are people going to uh, revolt? Um, <laughs> Bloodlust can be satiated. So it, it felt like at least it, it was. So that's good. News. Yeah. I mean, again, it had great horror elements. And I think honestly, the cast sold it. Um, was it Perry and, oh, is it Timothy Granadaris? Yes. I mean, yes, the way nice. that they were able to just, make you feel unsettled and there's nothing worse nothing worse in my opinion than being in your own home but feeling so just uncomfortable and not safe and the way they were able to just slowly ease that vibe in was very chilling that's really really great to hear yes for me uh, as much as i love horror movies the ones that really get under my skin or anything whether they're horror or a thriller that involves a home invasion because it's just so uh relevant and happens i mean you get on next door and it, that app and it's just like oh my god home invasion like three doors down there just happens all the time i i keep my copy of helter skelter by my bedside table on my stack of books just to remind me to lock the doors every night here in la so i don't get complacent i mean oh home invasions god. are the scariest so the the seed of the idea for the movie was always kind of a polite home invasion. Uh, I call it like a comedy of menace, something where the the the, the main couple it not only has to deal with the anxiety of possibly be, of being invaded, but also the the uh, social anxiety of are they overreacting or are these people great? And Oh, man. And Tim and Perry had such a, a hard roles to play because if if they're, you know, a little too sinister, then it's like, well, OK you know, uh, 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 Ryan Hansen and Melissa Tang's characters aren't insane. They're, you know, they're going to kick them out on, on their butts. So they have to be both wildly charming and 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 this kind of couple you aspire to almost like these like, you know, neighborhood influencers come to life. But, but then <laughs> also, perfect. you know, super, uh, there has to be this undercurrent of menace or the movie is just like, you know, a cake that doesn't rise and there's no no tension um and and like i said yeah we met a we met a week before i think we had a, a zoom table read and one conversation and uh they just totally uh snapped into those characters and got it it's 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 just impossible to imagine uh anybody else in those roles that's great and you said it was a 12-day shoot 
Yes, yes, it was two two six day weeks. Oh, sausage was made, but but yes, uh, very very quick. Yeah, yeah. Quick to shoot. turn out, <laughs> to turn out. I mean, again, I I really just enjoyed, as you said, I love that part where the whole social anxiety of are they overreacting? I mean, I I. <laughs> I'm thinking how I would react and I'd probably be the same way. I'm like, I guess, sure. But I, <laughs> I, I, I would, you know, you are all the characters, but certainly my reactions very much in line with, with uh, Ryan's character, Adam, very, very much. <laughs> so um, again, it, it premiered at Overlook. Did you have any time to check out any other films while you're at Overlook? I did. Of course, now I'll, I'll, I'll go blank as, um, <laughs> well, well, uh, you know, I, I didn't catch it there, but then I caught it in L.A. Uh, uh, the filmmakers were great, and they invited me to a screening at the Alamo Draft House, The Summoned, which I really <sighs> thought was awesome, and uh, I really like them. I feel like they're going to do other great movies together. And then I really, I, I caught it there, and I, it's going to Fright Fest, too. I think Summoned's going to Fright Fest, too. Mm -hmm. really, but um, uh, Addison's movie, uh, uh, is it Hypochondriac or Hypochondria? Hypochondriac. Uh, that is hypochondriac. I thought I thought that was great. It seems like he's getting a lot of great. I saw like Joyce Carol Oates was tweeting about it. Uh, that just married to me this like, you know, it was it was so personal. It was painful to watch. It was in a good way, and it was uh, scary. It was scary, and the acting was was great. There were so many um, uh, actors that I liked in that movie, uh, just in the supporting roles that were really good. So those. Those were the two standouts. You know, I saw some other kind of the big releases like Black Telephone, really enjoyed that. Um, sure, forgetting some things too. But I was also, you know, trying to eat as many po' boys and drink as many Sazeracs as I could shove in my face. <laughs> what about you? I mean, your first film festival, are you hooked? Uh, yes, I want to go to more. I, I'm bummed. So one of our um, co-hosts actually lives in the UK. So he's going to Fright Fest. So I'm jealous. Um, uh, but yeah, I saw so many films and it's funny because I had seen a probably out of the 12 I had seen, I'd already seen about four of them previously from screeners, but I just, I love them so much that I had to see them on the big screen because it just, it warranted that. Like I said, yours warranted that. I saw the summoned as well was another one. Um, same thing with hypochondriac. So you just listed like three that I just, well, yours included. So those are three that I just truly had a great time with. And I have a chondriac. Um, I just want more queer horror for myself. Mm -hmm. And so to see that um, uh, represented and also to see mental health just really put on stage like that, I was just like, damn. And so that one hit on, um, I was like that, oof, loved it. But I was also, I, you know, chatted with Addison so I really adore him and same thing with the um summoned filmmakers so I I'm happy to see that so much indie um horror right now is really thriving and just getting more festivals and positive responses so because I want more yeah. I'm I am a I'm hoping to maybe go to Fantastic Fest maybe Telluride maybe I'm getting ahead of myself but yeah it was it was a blast um I wish I could have experienced New Orleans a little bit more, but I really was there just to see all those movies. Right, right. I mean, yeah, I had to, I had to do the exploration in small doses because basically I'd be like, you know, drenched in sweat. Then I cool down at a movie, go back out, drenched in sweat. 
Um, yeah, it was a it was a hot city, but yeah, no, so great. What a great group of uh, uh yeah, great great lineup of of movies. Yeah, very very bummed I won't be at Fright Fest, but um, yeah, excited to watch uh, a bunch of those are also going to be on Shutter. So excited to watch them again. I'm really happy that your film found a place at Shutter because I obviously I love Shutter because I mean their catalog and it's it is just plain horror. But um, I think it's just a perfect place to go. And I think it'll really thrive there. Um, and they really picked up a ton of films, I think, from Overlook, which makes, again, just makes me happy because, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, with obviously we had the pandemic, so it's very hard for, I think, sometimes films to really sell at theaters or I mean, people still aren't going in droves as they used to. So I'm happy to see Shutter just acquiring all of this. So it has more, I think, reach for people to see. Yes, yes. I get no kickbacks from Shutter for saying this, but I <laughs> love it. I just watched, uh, I, I wouldn't have even described myself as a folk horror fan. I just watched the three or four hour uh, uh, documentary on folk horror. It was phenomenal. Um, and I think that's their their original doc. Uh, a lot of great stuff on there. I hope people, yeah, will watch it on Shutter. But I also hope people might, uh, I don't know, cluster with a couple friends because I do feel like it's a fun movie to watch uh, with other people. Oh yeah, I um, so uh, again, a couple of us have screeners, so I watched it with my co-host, uh, like via Zoom and all that. Um, because I had, I'm like, I saw, I go, I think you're really gonna enjoy this, and he has a thing about he loves um, uh like he sees a, a really incredible house or even creepy house in a film. He's like, or somebody has been murdered in a house. He's like, I want to live there. And he immediately, he saw the house. He goes, I, I want that house. I go, I, I knew you'd like that. And then he, we both ended up um, really enjoying the film. Uh, but yeah, I, I guess my question then is with this, uh, you know, being your first, you know, foray into, you know, uh, feature length film and also just horror I, do you plan to do more horror or what's next I do I do I, I hope so if I'm allowed to uh, I guess I shouldn't say that I, I, I have my own agency but, <laughs> um, but uh, yes so I'm I'm out I'm pitching uh, like I said I usually work in tv so I'm pitching a couple shows but um, I am working on another horror script. There's also a comedy element, a romantic comedy element, um, but uh, also plenty of bloodshed. And uh, it was I was supposed to finish it like two weeks ago. I'm like, oh, it's taken a little longer than uh, than usual. But uh, the idea would be get this script out soon, and uh, yeah, hopefully bring as much of the of the band uh, from from who invited them, uh, who who will could you know stomach another movie maybe maybe it's a little less low budget but but bring as many people back um uh from the from the crew and stuff and the team uh, and see if we could do a, another one in the not too distant future um yeah because i i do uh yeah feels it it feels like um i am watching a lot of horror it feels like that's kind of where where my mind's at right now and uh there were so many so many things i love about who invited them but also so many things you know we didn't didn't get to do that maybe a, a slightly bigger movie um uh could tackle and this this one uh the one the script i'm working on is a little more in the slasher vein so i've been having oh. a lot of watching old slashers oh <laughs> that's like my mainstay i it's <laughs> anytime i'm in a bad mood i'm just gonna put on an old slasher 
I don't know why, but I, I love, obviously I love horror, but um, I love to hear that. That's, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> what, I guess then what's the most recent um, slasher that you watched? Well, I'd seen, uh, yeah, I guess Black Christmas, but that's a slasher. Yeah. 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 I, oh, yeah. I had never seen that. And I was, um, I don't know why I wasn't as excited as I should have been. Then I, when I want, I was like, this is fantastic. This is so great. Terrifying. His voice over the phone at the sorority house. So terrifying. And I love, a, you know, it's a product of the times, but just how nonchalant all the sorority sisters are about this absolute uh, this terrifying <laughs> phone call that i'd have to go to therapy if i heard that. and they're all like laughing and making fun of it and that they're also you know uh uh cool and chill about it so i i i uh, black christmas i know you know i'm i'm way behind the way behind on that one but that was great and then i'm just I've, i i just keep rewatching halloween um I love that <laughs> just the best the best Oh my um, god! I mean, that's that's really awesome, and I think that's great. It makes me really excited to see what you do in the future. Um, yeah, I mean, that's part of the the fun of the prep. I mean, for you know, for this movie, uh, who invited them? Obviously, watched a lot of home invasion movies, but you know, they were already kind of my favorite movies, like Funny Games. I've seen both versions of Funny Games a gazillion times. Uh, something that's not a horror movie that I love, like like Straw Dogs, which is as horrific as it gets, but but, but you know, it's more of a more of a, a, a thriller, a, a drama, uh, stuff like that. Um, what else do we reference for this? It, it, again, not a, a home invasion movie, but the movie Cheap Thrills. Um, I felt like there was a, a humor in that that we kind of talked about um, uh, capturing that kind of dark humor. Um, for who invited them, this, this idea of like anything could happen. Um, yeah, so those were always really fun touchstones. And then and then the invitation, with, there's nothing funny about the invitation, but it's just one of my favorites. Such and, uh, a good our, film. Our love of the invitation, we wear that on our sleeve in terms of uh, kind of the social mores that are, are combined with the, the, the uh, horror elements. Such a good film. Caught me by surprise. I watched it and was not expecting how that all turned out. And it was, ooh. Yeah, one of the great last shots, I think, of, of the last many years in horror, those those lanterns. Chilling. That was so chilling and just so like, I'm like, whoa. Me as an audience, I'm like, what the hell do they do now? Yeah. Love that. <laughs> well, I just, um, man trying to think if I have any more questions because I again I really want people to go check this out on Shutter and like you said with a group of people because I think it I mean it was fun um I will also say seeing it at Overlook was the first time I've actually been since the pandemic in like a full theater um because you know here in Missouri I wouldn't say our theaters I mean I don't think they've really returned so it was really great to actually see an audience interact with a film and so when the jokes would hit they would laugh or when the dark humor happened because I have a sixth sense of humor so I was chuckling at quite a few scenes that maybe somebody might not have but I again I, I love that so I just I agree it would be great to just sit and watch this with a group of people uh that's yeah that's great to hear yeah one of the screenings there uh there's a scene where ryan hansen's character uh leaves the house and walks across the street to the neighbors and someone said oh no, no. Like, oh, 
how exciting that someone said, oh, oh no, this one's talking to the, talking to the, forgot themselves is talking to the screen, um, <laughs> uh, which is like, you know, kind of the, the, the dream if you make a horror movie, I guess. But yeah, if you're a fan, of, horror, a fan of comedy or a fan of uh, the shows Party Down, In the Dark, 13 Reasons Why, or The Kaminsky Method, which are the shows that all four stars uh, uh, star oh, in their, their most recent TV shows, um, then I think this movie could be for you absolutely i mean um i i mean when i watched it at home i was like get out of the house i was i love yelling at the screen obviously won't do that in a theater because i don't you know but um yes i, well, I, I love that all yeah all bets are off um yeah there's something uh i, I also think there's something about having parties that maybe it's because i'm older or because of covid it's almost like whoa people used to just have like parties and you just open up the house and you don't know who's in the house you know what I mean? people, but if you don't recognize someone you just assume somebody brought them um this is very it, true uh, the 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 world of parties i think seems um particularly fraught post post covid so hopefully this movie um taps, taps into that a little bit no yeah i <laughs> i'm gonna end up watching this again now <laughs> do maybe you know 10 times i think you can sign up for shutter i think you can sign up once for free so sign up watch it 10 times yeah i mean hey um again i also was it creepy duck art who did your most recent poster for who invited them was also beautiful whoever um i did want to call that out yes they, they did uh, that was all shutter they did an amazing job um because yeah it's a it's a hard one to to do where, where it's like oh is it you don't want to kind of over promise bloodshed mm -hmm. but people to know it's uh it's it's uh scary um yeah but the, yeah our, our thought was kind of like a you, you know in talking to them was like can we somehow highlight the party because even though party is not necessarily funny there is a sense of fun about a party that makes a movie maybe it's you know you get the sense maybe it's a not too down the line serious um yeah but as it, you it, said very spooky poster that house is basically a supporting character if not you know more in the film so i just really loved how it was just put on display like that and then with the backdrop of the people i yeah i just had to say i loved that poster it was the 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 same kind of thought was the conversation we had about the the color for the fonts and the titles we, you know we we did one version where it was like blood red and it's like, oh, blood red. Are we like overpromising like blood right out of the gate, like too much blood. So we we settled on this kind of purple color, which to me feels like it's like a, you know, more of an underground nightclub. You don't kind of know what's going to happen. Uh, slightly yeah. inviting, I mean. <laughs> slightly inviting, but maybe a, a little sinister. I love that. Uh, well, I just, again, I want to um, say thank you for taking the time to speak with me about your film really really did enjoy it um i again folks it drops on shutter on september 1st go check it out i mean shutter's got uh, we're not sponsored but shutter has so much horror and there's so much coming and this is just a great start to kick off you know um there are 61 days of horror halloween i mean i can watch horror any day of the week but this is a great start yeah we're very happy to be on during the 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 halloween season not like you know around easter or something yeah i don't know i mean i'd still watch it but yeah i could i could understand that <laughs> um, but 
Again, yeah, I just September is the start of the Halloween season for the hardcores. So this yeah. is hardcore. <laughs> it is. Well, um, with that, I just will say again, folks, check it out. And again, I really appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> you have been listening to the horror hour. See you next time.